Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Tonight we're learning Maseches Psachim, Daf Kuf Beis 102. Uh, getting close, just another two and a half weeks or so until we are Messiah in this Masechta. Um, and uh, right now we're a little bit more than halfway down on Kuf Aleph on the Beis. As a background, to start, we're going to be questioning the Shita of Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda's opinion is about one-third of the way down on Kuf Aleph Amid Beis, and there he was of the opinion that if a person were to be eating a meal for which the bracha of, uh, for which the bracha Achrona was either Birkas Amazon or a bracha Me'ein Sheva, so he says that in that case, if you change locations, Ein Sarach Levarach, you don't have to make a bracha. So says the Gemara, the sheet of Rav Chizda is going to be questioned from a source in the Tanaim, from a Tosefta in Maseches Brachos. A little bit more than halfway down, Kufal Tumid the Gemara is asking on Rav Chizda as follows. There was a group of people who were, who were Mesuban, they were eating, they were drinking. They got up out of their chairs. Why did they leave their chairs? Let's say they went out, they saw the Chasan and Kala walking through the community. They went to go with a Mazel Tov. So the benches cleared, everybody left. When they are on their way out to go greet the Chasan and Kala, they do not need to make a Bracha Lemafreya, which here is a reference to a Bracha Achrona. When they come back from greeting the chasen and kala, they don't have to go back and make the bracha rishona. We can assume that their initial brachos are intact. Says the Tosefta, two-thirds of the way down, When do we assume that the initial brachos are intact? When someone who wasn't well enough to leave the table is still at the table. So you have someone who is incapacitated, uh, an elder person or uh, someone who's ill, and they stay at the table, that's when we say, that's when we don't need new brachos. Aval, says the Tosefta, if the entire table cleared out, nobody's left at the table, then then on their way out, they need to bench. When they come back in, they need to make a new bracha. So that's what the Tosefta says, closed scene. Now let's analyze this. Because the Brisa says that they got up and they left the table, what does it imply about this meal? That it was a serious meal. We must be talking about what does akru mean? If you're having a little piece of fruit, no one would say akru raglehem. Obviously, you're having a gazunt meal. There's bread, there's mizonos, whatever it is. It's a serious meal. That must be what this Tosefta is talking about. The taima, and the reason why we said in the ratio of this Tosefta, that there's no need for a new bracha is because because someone was left at the table, either an elder person or someone who was ill. That when there's someone still at the table, that's when we don't need a new bracha. Aval. If in fact there was some, uh, if there was no one left at the table, then when they do leave, what would the din be? That would be a, a diuk from the Tosefta. The halacha should be So this is very different than the sheet of Rav Chizda because it says the language of Akru Raglehem. It implies that they're having a serious meal. So if they're having a serious meal, what do we see? We see the distinction in the Tosefta applies in a case of a serious meal where the bracha achron is birkas amazon or bracha me'en sheva, that we see in those cases that we make the distinction of whether or not there's someone at the table. And what is clear from the Tosefta is that 
the distinction is certainly the case that one is obligated to uh, make a new bracha if there's no one left at the table. And that is different than what Rav Chizda said, because Rav Chizda did not make the distinction of zakein v'chola still at the table versus not at the table. So this Tosefta doesn't agree with the shita of Rav Chizda. Kashila Rav Chizda. This is a question on the shita of Rav Chizda. How does Rav Chizda get out of this? Bottom line of Kuf Aleph and Bez, says the Gemara, Amar of Nachman of Yitzchak, turning to the top of Kuf Bez, Amar Aleph, Mantana Akiros, who is the author of that Tosefta? Who is the one who speaks about Akiros, where we make a distinction between the Chol and the Zakein? Says the Gemara, Mantana Akiros, it must be Rav Yehuda. Titania, the Brysa writes, they're people, friends, they're sitting, they're having a suda. The Akru Raglam, same language, they got up out of their seats, they're having a chash of a meal, and they went to go to Davin Mincha, and they went to go to the base Medrash. So what's the din? Kshen Yotzin, if they're going to go out to the base Medrash, to base Aknesas, what's the din? Three lines down, Kshen Yotzin, ain't to unin Afreya, they don't need to say benching on the way out. And on their way back in, they don't have to make a new bracha rishona, their initial brachos were appropriate. When do we say that this is true? Answers the Gemara. When people are left over. Very similar to the Tosefta, which said, where there were people left over. Here, when it says that there are people are left over. If, there, if no one was left over, then. When, in fact, a person leaves, but the table's empty, then you have to bench on the way out. So that's how Rav Chizda gets out of it. Now, what's not stated in the Gemara, though the Rashbam here at the bottom of the page indicates um, clearly, is that uh, an interesting idea. When in this Bryce it says, it implies, says the Rashbam, that there must be a machlokas in the Tanoim. And Rav Chizda is holding like the Shita that we don't see, the Shita of the Rabbanon, as what we are going to call it. And Rav Yehuda is the Tosefta in this Brisa. So how we asked a question on Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda was of the opinion that in a case when you're having a serious meal and you walk away from the table, so Rav Chizda said with no distinction of Zakin v'chol is still at the table, Rav Chizda said, ain't Sarach Lebarach. However, the Brisa said, Sarach Lebarach, that if there's nobody at the table. So says the Gemara, that's Rav Chizda, that, that Shita of the Brisa is uh, the Shita of Rabbi Huda, the Tana, and Rav Chizda must hold like another Shita in the Tanai. So says the Gemara, eight lines down, a quarter of the way down on Kuf Bez Aleph, if all of this is true, then we have a question on the Shita of Rav Yochanan that we saw yesterday. Let's see how the Gemara plays out this question. Elataima, what is the rationale that exists in this brisa that we just learned? In a case where the meal was a serious meal, where the bracha has to be said in its place. Again, a reference to meals that are made out of bread or uh, that have a bracha, of mizonos or, or, uh, or um, birkas amazon. So in those cases, so that's where we said that you don't need a new bracha because these meals are so chashav. And as mentioned yesterday, the Shulchan Aruch and Kuf Pedalit indicates that when a person says hamotzi and they, I, uh, I washed before I left the house, I, I, my pasher forgot to bench. So I have to go home before I bench. If I can make it within Zman, it's l'chatchila that I should be benching at home. I'll make it home in time, so I'll be able to bench. Otherwise, I should bench here b'dyevet. That's the din. But I broke this halacha right now. You're not supposed to leave. So the halacha is that you should be break, you should be benching at home.
where you should be benching where you ate. The post can do right that if you get stuck in a scenario like this and the clock is ticking against you, if you could get one piece of bread, even not a kezayat. So I washed and ate a piece of pizza at home. Now I came here, I pushed it, forgot to bench. I was just moving quickly. So the halacha, what I'm allowed to do is take one bite of anything that's hamotzi, even not a kezayat, and then I can bench here, that's appropriate. I have to go find some bread or I have to get home in time within 72 minutes. The post can also ask the question, what if you exceed 72 minutes? That's the amount of time that we're familiar with that you have to, you have to bench within 72 minutes. So the Piskei Chuvos and Simon Kufpe Dalid writes that between 72 minutes and six hours, if a person is still full, they're still allowed to bench. Unbelievable. And if they are not full, they could still eat again. So I'm full right now. I could not really eat anything significant. So even if I exceeded 72 minutes, as long as I feel as full as I do, I can still bench. That's okay. And the post can ask another question. I think we've referenced this before. What if some, in Brachos we discussed this? There are the Mishnah and the Nuns, I think it was, that uh, discusses Shas equal. What happens if a person eats a whole suit and they throw up? So now they have no food left in them. There's no Kadei Svia. The post says, So are they allowed to bench? That's a big Shailan Halacha. To go based on Hanoas Garon only, uh, you ate a kezayis, but you threw up a kezayis. What do you do? Do you bench? So the post can say that if it's feasible, if you're feeling a little better, you should eat another kezayis of bread. An it's a, the benching is a big something. You were v'achalta, but the food's not there anymore. You're certainly not v'savata, but you're not feeling well, so you got to play it out. But that's what it's written in Kupe Dalit. If you exceed 72 minutes in, uh, in regards to not having benched yet, the halacha is that after 72 minutes, if you're still full, you're still allowed to bench the chadchila. Anyway, it says the Gemara that this diuk that we uh, see from this brisa. So the Gemara continues, Aval, almost halfway down. Aval dvarim shein tunin bracha What about foods that are not chashava foods? You're sitting, you're eating uh, lollipops and candy. You're eating some some shtiklach, some candy that you got for uh, for Purim. So in those cases, afilu the rabbanon, even not the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, the sheet of Rabbi Chiza, even that sheet of shein yotz and tunin bracha lemafreya. If you walk out on that, you should make a bracha achrona. If all you're doing is drinking uh, drink. Having a lechayim, but with no food, la halacha, you should make a bracha achrona before you walk out of the room. And uchshein chosrin to unin bracha lechatchila. And when you come back, you should make a new bracha. Says the Gemara, why? Lema tehave tiyufta de Rav Yochanan, because we learned yesterday the sheet of Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan had said that if a person makes kiddush and shul, and then they go home, they don't even have to make a new bracha rishona. They made a. They made. A, we're standing in shul now, so I made a borei priyagafen one day in shul, and then I went home. Do I have to make a new bracha rishon on the borei priyagafen? Rav Yochanan says, "No, you're good." But this brisa seems to not say that way. This brisa implies within the sheet of the rabbanon against the sheet of Rav Yehuda. It it implies that you. Um, that you would have to make a new bracha. How could Rav Yochanan then be right? Says the Gemara, Lema Tavetiv to the Rav Yochanan. This should be a kasha, the shita that we saw yesterday, Rav Yochanan. Says the Gemara, how many times are you going to beat the guy up? Rav Yochanan was rejected already. We rejected him with the TUFT yesterday. Didn't we already reject him once? What is it? It's, you're beating the dead horse. So says the Gemara, but you can, you can wriggle your way out of it. Maybe you can come up with a clever answer. So therefore, because of that, maybe we should just tack on a second to you to just in case. And in fact, says the Gemara, Amar Lach Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan would be able to get out of this. How would he do that? Amar Lach Rav Yochanan, what Rav Yochanan have answered to this case? He agrees, Taka. I agree with you that in this particular case, we would not have said 
that you need to make a new bracha. The fact that uh, it talks about akru raglem was to teach us about the mechudash case of Rabbi Yehuda, that you don't have to make a new bracha under certain circumstances when people are left at the table, and you do need to make a new bracha with your chash of a meal when there are no people left at the table. That is when he would say that, uh, we'll see uh, as the Gemara continues here, taima that's true when there are people who are left over at the table that's when you don't make a new bracha by a bread-based meal when you walk away however there even Rav Yochanan would agree there there's no argument that it's just all about uh, it's all about the shita of Rav Yehuda to show us the chiddush of Rav Yochanan's case that you would not need to make a new bracha if there were people left at the table and you would make to, need to make a bracha to bench and to make a new bracha if you left the table to be totally empty however the Gemara doesn't accept this shita of Rav Yehuda uh, and in fact, it goes all the way back to Rav Chizda. Let's remember what Rav Chizda said. One third of the way down on Kufal Kumabez, this is where we started today. There, Rav Chizda was of the opinion. He said that in a case of Shinui Makom Tzarech Levarech, that a person, when they change locales, they do need to make a new bracha. And that uh, was only true when the meal was a small meal. But if the meal was a significant meal, if you're eating a bread-based meal and you change locations, you don't need to make a new bracha. So it says the Gemara, six lines, seven lines from the bottom of Kuf Bez Pashita to support Rav Chizah, Tanya, Kavase de Rav Chizah. What does Rav Chizah say? What does this Brisa say, I should say? Uh, what does this Brisa say to support Rav Chizah? Exactly what he holds. Exactly like Rav, Rav Chizda said on the previous Amud with no distinctions about people left at the table. So the Gemara seems to conclude like the opinion of Rav Chizda. All right, let's continue. Tanur Rabbanon, four or five lines from the bottom of Kuf Beis Medalaf, a slightly different sugya. Says the Gemara as follows. This is a Tosefta as well in, in Masechah's Brachos, and the Gemara writes, it's Friday afternoon. There's a group of people eating. It's now Shabbos is, is, is upon us. So what do we do now if Shabbos is upon us? So says the Gemara, First, they bring a cup of wine and you make Kiddush. And whatever the Friday night Kiddush is, that's a Kiddush that you make. And we're Makadesh Hashab. It's beautiful. And then they bring a second cup to this person. Omer Allah Birkas Amazon, and then when the meal's done, they bench. So they basically interrupt their meal to make a kiddush. Maybe this is Poris Mapo Makadish. The Gemara doesn't say exactly whether or not you're laying out a table, but Bikitzer, you're, you're basically making kiddush followed by benching. That's the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda. However, bottom line of Kuf Bey's Amr Aleph says Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, Amr no. You can eat until your heart's content, no problem. Top of Kuf Bey's Amr Bey's. Gamru, once the meal is finished, Rashi says, Gamru Seudasan. Uh, Rashi did not want us to make the error of reading this Gemara of Gamru Kos Rishon. So that's why he adds in the word Gamru Seudasan, because I read it the wrong way the first time I learned it. Gamru Seudasan, once they finish their meal, the Gemara continues, Kos Rishon, Amazon. Then, unlike Rabbi Yehuda, where he says that your first bracha is for Kiddush, here what you're doing is first your Mavarech on Birkas Amazon. The second cup, Omer then you make Kiddush afterwards. That's how Rabbi Yossi says we should navigate a case where you're eating from Friday into Shabbos. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. Am I, why do we need two separate cups? Why can't we just chaparayin, just save a little bit of wine? The name Rinhu Latarvayu Achada Kasa. 
Why can't we just say that we're using the same cup for two things? We're using one cup for Birkas Amazon and the same cup for Kiddush. So right after, this is a minhag that we're familiar with, and when we have a larger crowd, uh, we're, supposed to, uh, we're supposed to say Birkas Amazon on a cup of wine. In fact, the Mishnah Brura, I quoted in Shulchan Aruch, the Mishnah Brura writes that we should be doing this even sometimes by ourselves, even by Yachin. And certainly if there's a minion, it's appropriate to do so uh, with a group of three. The, it's uh, appropriate to make a, this is just for the Kedusha of the Mitzvah. This is why by Bris Mila we have a cup and by, and by weddings we have a cup. So it's a little different. The halachic status is not quite the same as it relates to, uh, as it relates to, to Birkas HaMazon relative to a wedding into a bris where it's much more formal and part of the process, but nevertheless, it's appropriate where possible, where there's enough wine, where there's enough grape juice to make Kiddush halakos. Fine, we'll learn those halakos another time. But so the Gemara here is bothered. Why in the sheet of Rav Yossi does it say that you need two separate cups, one for Birkas HaMazon and one for Kiddush? Just say Kiddush immediately after Birkas HaMazon and you'll kill two birds with one cup of wine. Perfectly, perfectly fine. Amar three, four lines down. Amar Rav you're not allowed. You're not allowed to do two different things with the same cup of wine. Why not? My time, says the Gemara, famous principle in halacha. Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. What does Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak teach us? This is the second time in Shas, I believe, that we've seen this. You're not allowed to double mitzvos because according to some, Mephoshim, when you do two mitzvos in one, in one fell swoop, it gives the appearance that you're trying to get out of doing the mitzvos. How can I be most efficient? No, no. How can I? How can I serve a kodesh baruch Not can I, Not how can I be most efficient? And therefore, the Gemara says, "Ain osin mitzvos chavilus Says Gemara below. Really? Are you sure that's right? Because I can show you a case where we violate the rule of of ain osin mitzvos chavilus chavilus. What's the case? Third of the way down, five, six, seven lines down. Kuf bezim and bez. Below, the the Brisa writes, A person comes home after shul on motzei shabbos. A person would then make Abdallah. He would make a bracha on Yayin and on Me'or and on Bissamim. And at the end, he'll say the bracha of Amavdu bin Kodesh Lachom. What if he only has one cup of wine? So what should he do? You have to bench after Machlokes here, if it's talking about Shalashudas benching or if it's talking about Malava Malka benching. Either way, this raises the question of having a cup of wine in Shalashudas. So the Hasidim are big on this. And if you look in the, in the, in the Hasidish of Sidurim, you'll see there that it has like a whole beautiful Kiddush. It ends with Bore Priyagafa and it's a lot of Psukim, a lot of reading. But nevertheless, it seems to be that for that benching, that it's appropriate to have a cup of wine. But what if you only have one cup of wine? You need a cup for Abdullah and you need a cup for benching. So this Brisa says, you only have one. So then we violate the rule. Normally we say, what do we see here? We say that you use one cup of wine, one for Abdullah, one for benching. So says the Gemara, no, no, that's not correct. Halfway down, shiny. when you only have but one cup of wine, what are you supposed to do? You're going to only do one mitzvah? No. So then, no, fine. Now that we're stuck with only one cup of wine, we'll do whatever we can do. That's life. That's the way things are. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. The we, what about Yom Tov that is Chal Yosachar Shabbos? You have Yom Tov that follows Shabbos. Of course you have wine. Pasha that you have wine. Yet what do we say there? The Amar Rav, Rav is of the opinion of Yakne, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah. We see there that when Shabbos uh, leads into Yom Tov, what do we do with that Kiddush? And we pask in this way the Dina. We say Havdalah in Kiddush. 
same cup of wine. So, oh, you said, but when Motzei Shabbos blends into Yontiv, that Kiddush on Motzei Shabbos has Kiddush and Abdullah in the same Kiddush. You said, that's not correct. Answers the Gemara with a brilliant insight. Amre, the answer that you just gave, that when Yontif goes into Shabbos, we say, Yakna, Yud Kufnun, Hey, Yain, Kiddush, Neren, Havdalah. What's missing? We're used to the phrase of Yakna has. We're missing Zman. So says the Gemara, a beautiful answer, uh, or question, I should say. Amre, Midelo Amar, Zman. What's missing from Yakne is Yakne has. If we're not saying Zman, if we're not saying the Bracha, Zman is equivalent to Shechianu. If we're not saying Shechianu, that's only true by one Yantiv. When is that true? We must be talking about the seventh day of Pesach. And if we're talking about the seventh day of Pesach, you're out of food. You're down to one cup. So says the Gemara, seventh day of Pesach, you ran out of grape juice. I think I have 30 bottles of grape juice in Kiwi Kids in my basement right now. We are not going to run out of grape juice. Endless. But if you run out, so, so this is another case of Ainlo. All I have is one cup. So that's why on that Motzei Shabbos, when, when Shabbos exits and goes into Yantif, we say Yakne. Yud Kuf Nun He, Yakne Haz, whatever it is, you ran out of food. Fine. But you're, but otherwise, we'd say, No, Chabilos, Chabilos. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. By Yom Tov Rishon to Islay, on the first day of Yantif, Pasha, you have enough wine for the first day of Yantif, right? You for sure prepared for that. The Amar Abaye. Yakzina, he says that, and this we'll get into this tomorrow. Abaye says that the order of Kiddush, when Yom Tov Rishon lets out on a Motzei Shabbos, is Yain Kiddush Zman Ner Havdalah, Borei Priyagafen Kiddush is Makadesh Yisrael Bazmanim, Zayin is Shechianu, Nun is Ner He is Havdalah, and slight distinction. Varaba Amar Yaknahaz, he says he orders it. Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah Zman. What do we see there? One cup of wine both for Kiddush and Abdullah, both according to Abai and according to Rava. So the question still stands. It's not only true by Shvi Shel Pesach that comes out on Emotei Shabbos. It's true even by the first days of Yantiv when it's Emotei Shabbos. We see here, Enosim Chavilos Chavilos. So the Gemara gives a Lamdash answer. And with this, we will stop for the night. Ella, Havdalah Kiddush Chad Milsahi. You're right. You're absolutely right. When it comes to the, the, uh, the coalescing of Kiddush with Havdalah, that's one in the same. And there we allow for one cup to be used. That's not a violation of Enos and Mitzvahs, Chavilos, Chavilos. That's fine because Kiddush and Abdallah are one. They're, they're one world. It's one world. So you can't ask me, Akashi, against Enos and Mitzvahs, Chavilos, Chavilos from Kiddush and Abdallah are one in the same. However, however, Birkas HaMazon V'Kiddush, Tremileninu. But when we have in the world of Birkas, Amazon, and Kiddush, that's different. That's when we have the Isser of Enos, Mitzvah, Chavilos, Chavilos. Correct. So these, this is the Chakira that the Gemara makes for us. Normally, this is like a Rav Chaim Brisker Chakira. The Gemara lays this out for us. We have two camps. We have the world of Kiddush and Abdallah. Really, those two are one and the same. So there, if you have one cup of wine, even if you have endless amounts of wine, Yaknehaz, Yakzina, Yakne, whatever the iterations of the Gemara, we don't care because you're allowed to use one cup for both. It's not a violation of Enos, Mitzvah, Chavilos, Chavilos, but when it's Birkas, Amazon, and Kiddush, those two things are not the same camp. 
They're totally different worlds. One's for the covet of the mitzvah berakas amazon. One's for the mitzvah, totally different. And therefore, says the Gemara, your question falls away. That is why, if you look at the very top line of the Gemara, that's why Rabbi Yossi was of the opinion that Kos Rishon Mevarech Alabirkas Amazon and Kos Cheni separately is for Kedushas Hayom. We will stop right here and pick up with Gufa tomorrow night, a blot and a half. Um, shouldn't be too bad. I, the, uh, well, we'll get there. Here's Hashem, we're a blot and a half tomorrow night. Wishing you all a beautiful night.